Hey everybody, James Wallace here from Digital Simple. Uh, another episode of my Business Simple podcast. Today we're going to be going over creating a co- an online community. Um, I'm really excited. I've got a fantastic guest with me, Cassia. Um, she does a lot of Instagram. Um, she has a makeup business that she's grown heavily through online. Um, and so I've got a few questions for her. Um, I'll be offering a bit of my insight as well. So welcome, Cassia. Thanks. <laughs> hey, so um, to begin with, so you have a very strong community following. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. a massive following, but the engagement and stuff is really, really high. Yeah. If someone is trying to create a similar thing for themselves, um, so maybe they've got a business in beauty or something like that, they want to build that community, what would you say like the, the first step would be for them? Um, I think the biggest thing that helped me to grow both yeah, an engaged community and people that trust me, like loyal loyal clients and followers, is that not only am I authentic in everything I do, um, mm-hmm. like I always say if you meet me in real life I'm exactly the same as I am on the internet, there's no internet filter on it, it's just, yeah. well there's, a, there's an actual filter on it, but <laughs> no personality filter, it's exactly the same. Um, but I also offer a lot of um, content that has substance, so rather than just being like, this is my favourite eyeshadow of the day, um, this is my favourite eyeshadow, this is how I use it, this is how much it is, and this is where you can get it from. Mm. Um, it does obviously get quite complex when you get down to the kind of sponsors when people are paying you to talk about their products, but to begin with, making sure that you are offering them something. You're not just on there to show pretty photos of yourself at cafes, which is what I do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're not just on there to show yeah things that you do every day, you're giving them something. So yeah. even like on like my personal accounts, I'm giving them food recommendations and I'm giving them places to go and things to see and what yeah, cool. to do versus just pretty photos. Yeah, cool. Um, off off kilter already, so I can tell this is going to be a long episode. So that's actually a really interesting um, interesting thing that you brought up around mm-hmm. the sponsored posts. Yeah. So when you get to the point where that sort of happens, mm-hmm. how do you not blur the line? Because obviously you, you talk about that authenticity, yeah. but like 10 grand can make you pretty unauthentic. <laughs> so how, how, do you, how do you keep that really pure in yeah. that sense? 10 grand's a big number, that would be nice. <laughs> I wouldn't complain. Um, I think... I mean, obviously, I'm still small. Like you said, it's a very small but loyal community. Mm-hmm. Um, in reality, the amount of money that I'm getting paid for posts right now just simply isn't worth yep. losing the loyalty. So cool. um, I try and work just with brands that approach me for ones that will obviously make sense. So I'm quite lucky in the respect that I have two. So I can pretty much cover anything from hair, makeup, skincare, mm-hmm. all the way through to food, travel, lifestyle. Yep. Um, there's not a lot of things that wouldn't make sense in my grand scheme of things yeah. um, but it is making sure like for example if you are a makeup artist that you're not posting about I don't know um, gin on your page like, yeah okay it just doesn't make any logical sense yeah yeah um, cool. but I can see how the line does get blurred as you get bigger and bigger because mm. those numbers do get higher and higher and I did hear from someone the other day that basically said that one day she just took something because she needed the money and yeah. she regretted it more than anything and the money's okay. not worth it because people were just like nah you're a sellout see you the hell later goodbye yeah <laughs> I'm huge on um, like one of my business philosophies is playing mm-hmm. long yeah. instead of short yeah. as well so I guess that kind of comes back to that yeah. like you're in it for the long run so yeah, be yeah. careful yeah so by keeping that engaged community it's always going to make you more yeah. long term than yeah. well and yeah. I heard someone tell me once that you're literally better to go get a part time job than sell yourself out on the internet because it's there forever like you're Smart. pretty much you're pretty much stuffed once yeah that, so. that's um that's a good wee that's yeah. a good wee piece i reckon it's gonna make a snippet for the yeah, yeah that's good <laughs> Yay. hey so um 
I something I struggle with a heat right so I, yeah. I do a lot of posting for for my business mm-hmm. um, I had a crack at the whole personal brand thing but I really just decided to roll them all into one just because yeah. it was just really strange for me how do you get over posting so much and then also when you come into that because I think you'll bring up probably authenticity yeah. around this like do you feel like it ever sort of blurs a line where everybody almost knows everything about you yeah. like does that get weird yeah yeah <laughs> Got to the point where people like walk up to my mum and like somewhere and be like, "Oh my god, you're Cassie's mum!" She's like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, yeah, I think when I first started out, I had this like thing in my head, and I was like, "Right, so I'll post once every second day. Um, I'll do a story every day, just like a singular story." Yeah. Um, and I'll do a blog post maybe once every two weeks, and yeah. then as it got more and as my personal brand started to build versus my business brand. There's two, which just makes life complicated enough. Yeah. Um, I kind of was just like, people aren't falling for this fake, like, it's 7pm on a Wednesday and I'm Igram on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So yeah. they're not falling for that anymore. They just want mm-hmm. what's real and when it is. So okay. I remember my first, like, massive, massive blog post that went crazy. I think I got 8,500 views on it in 24 hours. Awesome. Was literally posted at, like, almost midnight on like a Saturday mm-hmm. and I was just lying in bed and I was like I have all these ideas and I really need to get them down onto paper and I was just like how the hell and so I literally put them on my blog boosted it and everyone went nuts yeah and cool. I was like maybe a coincidence like you never know the deal but yeah, yeah. I've like since then worked out that a Saturday morning at 9am isn't the worst time to gram if you've got something to give people mm-hmm. um and now people are just genuinely interested <laughs> um cool. so if like for example I'll put an Instagram up while I'm here at some point yeah. Um, if, for example, I'm heading down on holiday, I'm overseas, even when I was in LA, I was six hours out of time, mm-hmm. but people didn't care. They were just like, yeah. I'll just see it. And I mean, with stories, people don't miss it. Um, yeah, it also. stays up the top. And if you are yeah. someone that utilizes stories well, then it literally stays at the top and they will see yours at whatever time of the day. So. Yeah. And the algorithm's quite smart around that because yeah. it's worked in with what you're really like watching, what yeah. you're engaging with, where you're playing yeah. with those like buttons and the yeah, draggy things exactly. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it is clever to be able to do. I've noticed a lot of them that work really well is like the screensaver ones. Yeah. So people have to pause and hold the story yeah. and then that prioritizes yeah, them a lot. 100%. So, so lots yeah. of text on your Instagram story is always a good idea. Oh, that... That makes sense. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that. to pause and hold to read it. That's smart. I'm taking some tips as I well. I actually yeah. don't think that that's like a widely known like trait. Yeah. I've been doing it for forever and just never told anyone that that's why I'm doing it. So sorry, guys. Okay. That's that's clever. I'm yeah. going to use that. Hey, so um, I want to jump back a step. Yep. The blog post. Yeah. What was the blog post about? Um, My, well, I captioned it, shout out to my ex. Okay. It had nothing to I do with it. my ex at all. Okay, yeah. It had to do with like ex friendships and ex relationships and literally even like ex like hobbies and everything that's been previous in your life that's mm-hmm. no longer in it. Um, and I think at the time it definitely was aimed at a particular thing that had happened in my life. Yeah. Um, I think the only time that I'll ever really hold something back is when it is aimed at something so particular that it could come across as nasty. Like, yeah, okay. for example, I see something on the internet, I don't know what it is, I write a blog post, post straight away, it's going to be pretty obvious and it's more of a dig rather than like an insight. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I'll hold something back and give it about six weeks and then be like, okay, let's just tweak and get rid of the anger yeah, cool, <laughs> that comes coming through and then post. Yeah. But that one was something I'd been thinking about for about two and a half months, and then one thing tipped me over the edge, and I was like, right, we're going live. Cool. So, um, I think with that blog post, something mm-hmm. that I, like kind of rings true is probably the quality and relatability of like the content. Because yeah. Paul, shout out to my ex thing, is like quite, 
I guess it's empowering and yeah. stuff like that. And so with that, people kind of, they talk about it, they share it with other people and there's that whole kind of online. Yeah. And I definitely don't want to be the person that just jumps on my blog to a whinge. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a whinge. Smart. But smart. it also had, this is what I learned and this is what I've taken from it. And I always try that because I'm, I mean, I'm a 20 year old girl and I whinge a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry for my parents. They hear it all the time. But <laughs> I always try to, I guess, if something's negative, find the positive. Mm-hmm. And I think I was talking about this not this long ago with a friend that that's actually genuinely changed my perspective on life because I'm yeah, trying cool. to be positive for the internet and yeah. the internet is pretty much my entire life. Yeah. So it's just making me a positive person in general. Yeah. Um, nice. like, I mean, I walked up the stairs before I was like, I've had the worst day. I literally had me growing noodles for lunch. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah. just not feeling too good. <laughs> but it's like, tonight I'm probably going to put a blog post up about my day and it's been a whole week really. Yeah. Um, and kind of be like, this is what happened. This is what I learned though. And this is where I'm going from there. Yeah, cool. That's that's super intelligent. I, that rings yeah. really true. I'm gonna try not get super off yeah. here because I do this. <laughs> You're all good. Um, but yeah, that whole positivity thing and stuff yeah. like that. I think it comes across a lot in in the like yeah. the content and stuff and that you post. Yeah, and the fact that like I follow it as well yeah. probably sings true to a lot of it because I like I am not at all. You are not my target market. No, like probably <laughs> as far from it as possible. Yeah, but much. like I guess with with the positivity and stuff like that, yeah. everybody can benefit yeah. from it. I'm not going to learn from how to put on mascara or something like that. But yeah, cool. Okay. The three biggest lessons you've learned while, um, while building specifically your, your online following. Oh goodness. Okay. Um, one of them was again, like you're in it for the long run. So Mm -hmm. I think about six months ago, everybody really got caught up in this followers thing Yeah. and it was this massive drama. And I mean, I had a couple of teary nights about it and I was like, I really want 10K so I can use Swipe Up. I really want 10K so I can use Swipe yeah. Up. And I mean, I go back and look at it, at the time I had like 3,000 followers and most of them were probably my friends from high school. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think I learned that it's, you are definitely more valuable to a PR agency or a brand or something or whoever you're mm-hmm. trying to target when you've got authentic following. Like, I yeah, cool. know people that have the exact same numbers as me that get a third, if not less than that, of my engagement. Yeah. And it's not even so much my likes and my comments. It's the ability that people feel like they can trust me, so they're digging me about personal things. I get mm-hmm. emails daily from followers being like, help. Um, yeah. And, like, just for skincare, and but then all the way through to relationships now. And I'm like, oh, my yeah, God, cool. I'm really not the Bible, but that's a Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one. Um, is that you like don't get caught up in that it's really not worth your time and energy mm-hmm. um, I think another one that I've learned recently is that while I try and show everything yeah um, there is a semi filter um, okay. I think there is such thing as an overshare on the internet mm-hmm. um, and at some point probably about two or three months ago I was like no 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 show everything people love it like vulnerability is key but now I'm like no it really isn't yeah yeah um every now and then vulnerability is what gets you people that don't like you and gets people talking about you in a negative light rather than a positive light Mm -hmm. so I think sharing like I said before sharing the things that you've learned Mm -hmm. rather than just the negatives and like I try and avoid ranting now it's a rant of the time and now I'm like just bring it back a little bit yeah um and then number three um I think People go into it, they start like a business, for example, and someone's like, get on Instagram. Instagram's the best thing in the whole world. Instagram is the best thing in the whole world. Mm-hmm. But I think you've really got to have a business mind. Um, yeah. And I do, I'm very lucky that I see everything I do on Instagram as part of my business rather yeah, than cool. just for fun. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fun too, but yeah, um, yeah, it yeah. is part of my business. So working out how you can monetize in the future, working out how things are actually going to 
like engage with your audience. Like there is method to madness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't just post three times a day because I want to post three times a day. Yeah, like cool. for example, I was just in Sydney and I posted a photo and it went well. So I was like, stuff it, I'm going to post a photo an hour later because it's going to go well again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won't necessarily go well in the same way, but that's how you can get, like you can keep building. Yeah, and hype okay. is a thing. Like hype is the biggest yeah, thing on yeah. the internet. Like if people love you, just keep going while they love you until they stop loving you anymore, you mm-hmm. know? Cool. So they're my biggest three, I think. Yeah, um, you touched on this, but yeah. um, how selective you are over what you post from your life. So is it really yeah. just like you mentioned the negative things, and, and yeah. I, I fully agree with that. Yeah. I could not agree any more if I tried. Yeah. Like, people don't really care yeah, when you're down. And, and like, it's, it's interesting because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's always important to really think about what you're going to get from a post that you put up. Yeah. So if you put up a post and you're like, Man, my life's hard. I just worked 16 hours today. Yeah. Everyone's like, they don't care. And then you might have someone who... like, hype viewers be like, oh, you poor thing. But that's about it. It's just like, like, when you're doing, like, loser sort of stuff, losers will help you. Yeah. Like, that's kind of... Whereas if you're like, I just worked a 16-hour day, I'm knackered, but I'm stoked. This is what I accomplished. This is what I'm going to have. All the other people who are winning will be like... That's it. That's it. Reminds me of people with emailing businesses and they just act like their life is oh. epic all the time. Oh. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, your life is epic. Yeah. And I'm just like, stop. Buy my Arbon. Yeah, yeah, oh, very buy good. My Arbon. <laughs> I like six of those messages a day. Yeah. I wish I could filter out those words. Be like, Arbon, buy. Nothing oh, against wow. Arbon people who work Yeah, it's you. not personal. Buy your Mercedes, but... do all your good <laughs> Yeah, you'll be a millionaire in yeah. no time. Um, so, aside from the negatives. Yeah. Are you, like, is there certain elements of your life that you cut out of what goes yeah. online? I probably shared 98% of what okay. happens in my life. Um, but, I mean, there are certain things, and it's not necessarily directly my things. Like, mm-hmm. it might be something that's happened to a friend, or yeah. something that's going on, I don't know, financially, or, like, something like that. And I choose not to share that. Um, cool, that's, that's fantastic. Following on from that, have you ever put a post up? that's had a terrible response. And if you have, like, what what would you do or what would you tell someone to do if that Like, happens? negative or, like, it just didn't work? More negative. Okay. Like, I'm more interested in, like, actual adversity that's being caused okay. by. Yeah. Um, I say some dumb stuff sometimes. Everybody does, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then something slips out of my mouth that I mean, it's generally, like, a saying that I shouldn't say, like, I should probably get rid of that out of vocab or... Yeah. I mean, people have issues with me swearing, but in reality, you just shouldn't follow me if you don't like swear words. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I've done one or two things, and it's honestly really only been in the last six months. And what I find interesting about that is I would have said that exact saying before, but people wouldn't have been paying as much attention. Like, the bigger you grow, the more people listen, the more people just want to find something to ruin you with. Yeah. And I mean, I said it, and I put it was on my story. Thank goodness it wasn't an actual post. And I had five or six people within about ten minutes be like, "Cassia," and I was like, "Oh, whoops." Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, I took it off straight away, and then I pretty much put on my PR hat, and I think of every bad thing that I've seen happen in the media, and I'm like, "How do they handle it? And how am I gonna do it?" Mm-hmm. And so I basically sat down, and I was like, "Look, I'm really sorry that that offended anybody. Like, I yeah. know I shouldn't have said it." And then I think bringing in the I'm gonna learn from it, and obviously actually learning from it too. Yeah. Um, but I also, I mean, I've worked in retail for five years before I started doing what I was doing now. Mm-hmm. And every now and then someone gets offended by something. Yeah. And just happens. I don't really care. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you just need to not follow me. Like, swear words. Okay. And I'll get someone message me and be like, 
stop using such a potty mouth. Normally it's my mum. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. She's like, quit it with the potty mouth, Cass. But um, I think that I understand how you're feeling. Um, I'm really sorry that I made you feel that way. And then mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to learn from it. But okay. yeah, I mean, I think in the three years that I've been doing it on the internet, I've said two bad things that I actually really regretted. Okay, um, yeah. And just making sure that you're actually genuinely sorry and I haven't done that since. So. Yeah, it's not a bad strike rate though. Yeah, yeah two out of three of years, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. I post like... 150 times a week. Yeah, yeah. Posts, so I do pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a bit of like almost a slightly different opinion around the swearing, mm-hmm. but it's different because of who I talk yeah. to. I think. You're a very so professional. Me, oh, that's a that's a stretch. No, but like, like, compared to me, <laughs> my um my my target market, the people that I'm looking to help, actually really don't like swearing. Yeah. Um, and when I first started, that was the thing that I got back the most oh, was, oh, yeah, look, great advice, blah, blah. There was massive flaws to it, yeah. like huge flaws to yeah. it. Um, but the number one thing that I came back with was stop swearing, stop swearing. Oh, yeah. um, and so, like, normally, like, I understand the whole, well, don't follow me then. Yeah. But for me, this is really... And you were trying to get clients out of it as well, so... It's, yeah, it's, it's more, like, business-orientated, yeah. I think. Um, I actually don't swear. Oh my myself. If you want to swear on the podcast, it's fine. You're more than allowed to. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I don't swear on any of my online content. Yeah. Um, you know, a few beers with a client on a Friday. Yeah. It's a bit different, Maybe. you know. But um, <laughs> but I think that's yeah, just about kind of holding digital simple. I do like I do view myself, and I know the the perception is becoming. It's quite a professional people first sort of company Um, and I think doing that and then you know swearing my face off in my videos is kind of a little bit contradictory (laughs) Um, but then like for me in terms of negative responses I every time I post something Mm. like you know but I I just I like I um, I'm like you in the sense I hate I do not care yeah. I could not. Like, I think you, like, I love build it. a wall and you're just yeah. like, no, I actually don't want to listen to you. Yeah, I, like, I, I, like, I almost live for it. Yeah. It's kind of a, I have a twisted relationship with it. Like, it's very, um, love-hate, I guess. Because yeah. sometimes when you're feeling a little bit vulnerable or whatever, yeah. it stings like, oh, a little more than normal. You're like, oh, they said that about me. But honestly, most of the time, yeah. I'm just like, Pfft. Sorry, and it's what like when doing? I went back to talk about the like when people say stuff and I'm like I don't actually care. Mm. It's like the other ones that I'm like you are actually offended. You're just out here to get me. And yeah. It's like you get to the point, and I mean it's happened to me. Not that's not very um frequent, but it happens every now and then. And when it does, it's something that I'm like ho oh, oh, ho, and then I'm like no, I don't care. What am I talking about? And I'm giving this person attention, and that's what they want. So see you later. It's yeah. really like back to bullying at high school, and you're like stop being a me. Yeah, except <laughs> now you kind of have a bit of a different perspective, yeah. right? Yeah, like I, I had a recent one where um where someone I used to work with gave a bit of backlash and, and like yeah. there was a bit of stuff around me not knowing what I'm talking about and yeah. that sort of thing, and I just kind of looked at it and was like. They genuinely benefit yeah. if I stop posting. Exactly. Like, like they, like, like they have exactly a, they have a vested interest. So it suits them to ask me, and whether they're right or wrong, I don't really care. Yeah. I went home and I made a video. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, I guess you've got to build a bit of a wall. Yeah. You've got to, yeah. hundred percent. Hey, so speaking of the more business side of it, so your makeup business, mm-hmm. that's why you started posting, Correct. is that right? Cool. Yeah. How's that benefited as a result? Because we like, we like. me posting on Instagram. Yeah. That's all my makeup businesses. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've spent in the last two, almost three years in business, $110 on marketing outside okay. of social. And that's pretty much to buy my business cards. Yeah. Um, I bought a banner, which I never use anymore. <laughs> um, and I put this 
a magazine article and it got me absolutely no return. Yeah. And I think because of my age um, and because of my clientele, everybody that I try to attack, attack, that's definitely not the right word. Attract? Attract. There we go. It's similar. Yeah. It's just a stutter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is 18 to 35. Yeah. Um, majority 18 to 24. Yeah. Um, and so as I left school, I was like, right, I've got this really epic opportunity to mm-hmm. take all these people who are already paying attention to me because of my age and who I am and they know me through friends or they know me through school or something like that and just get them on my page. Mm-hmm. And then it literally just comes through word of mouth. So um, I had a client, I've started asking, I never used to, but I used to like, I never used to be like, hey, how did you find me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, hey, how'd you find me? Like, yeah. how did you get here? Why did you book? Et cetera, et cetera. And I'm more than likely it's word of mouth now. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. And I actually get to the end of a Saturday and at the end of all my client bookings, I post a video of every single one of my clients. And if I can find them on Instagram, if the handle is not difficult, yeah. then I'll tag them. Yeah. And so often I'll tag them and then they'll start following me. And they've never actually been following me. Yeah, that's interesting. Eh? And it's really interesting. But it obviously is a testament to the fact that people trust me and trust my work enough to recommend them to friends. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. I've always found with like, with, with the whole word of mouth one, that's a funny mm-hmm. one. Because back when I worked in radio, yeah. we would like, we'd run a radio campaign yeah. and it would go gangbusters. Yeah. Like the business would have all these new leads and stuff yeah. coming in and not a single person would credit radio. Yeah. Everyone would just say word of mouth. Word like of mouth. I reckon that's a, that's a like, real... Is that word of mouth? <laughs> yeah, like that's a classic Kiwi, like doesn't want to stand out from the yeah. crowd, doesn't want to be, so he's just like, oh yeah, just do a mate. And just kind of writes it off. But it's interesting that like people aren't even following you and yeah, stuff like it's that. it's crazy. I'm just like, okay, so <laughs> yeah. it's weird. But um, I mean, yeah, most of them would, but there's a few that don't. Yeah. So you mentioned you've spent $110 since your business started yeah. not on social media. Yeah, correct. What do you spend on social? I probably spend about $100 since. Oh, so you don't, you don't pay don't, for ads? I you don't, don't really? Ads. Okay. The only time you'll ever see a paid for ad is if a company has paid for me to pay for the ad. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, So they've yeah. said, we'll put a $300 boost on this post. Here's $300 so you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, or every now and then I will pay for an ad for a giveaway. But yeah. at max, I'll probably put maybe 10 bucks on it. Oh, wow. Um, See, I like, I am used to, and like, yeah. from that follower, like, know, like my clients yeah. spend. Yeah, and, and I'm spend. just like, here's $21,000, and you're like, how? Oh, honestly, like like a like $1,000 a month as an yeah. ad budget on Crazy, top of yeah. my um, my fees is small. Yeah. Like, that's standard. Um, and, you know, I've got clients that we're spending, you know, two and a half grand this month, three yeah. grand this month on Facebook. Um, but, like, honestly, when, when you see the returns, yeah. like, it's pretty easy to justify. Like, we'll, we'll spend, you know, I think that balance is out at about 100 bucks a day. Yeah. But he'll sell 100 tickets to a show a day yeah. at 70 bucks a pop. So you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anyone, if they could trade in, you know, yeah. $100 and get that oh, back definitely. in return, would do it any day of the week. But I guess it's different, and yours is a lot more organic. Yeah. Whereas my sort of, um, my focus for, for how my company works is, like, paid traffic yeah sales sort of orientated Definitely. stuff and then yeah content is yeah. a secondary to me Whereas um, i'm like the total opposite yeah hence I'm you like, being here i'd yeah. much <laughs> rather be an organic like presence on the internet yeah okay people just find me because their friends told them or yeah yeah awesome yeah. great um any final words of wisdom oh god what, what a heavy on. question eh so I open know. yeah I, yeah um not really. I mean, authenticity is absolutely key. Cool. I think the only thing that I struggled with, and especially in the last couple of months as I've tried to, because I've only been doing this full time for, what month are we in? September. So nine months. Okay. Um, is that 
if you don't have hustle, you will literally go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of the time, there's this massive taboo around reaching out to brands and doing all this stuff and getting yourself work, mm-hmm. particularly when you start to monetize your platform. But if you don't have hustle, you're literally going to get nowhere. Like if, it's some if sick you don't, and it's hard because you yeah. might email so and so and be like, "Hey, I'd love to do a pay campaign with you," and they just don't even email back. Like people yeah. are actual assholes. Yeah, yeah, and. But six months later, they might email you with no word of the email that you sent earlier and be like, hey, Cassie, we'd love to work with you. And it's like, hey, can you just acknowledge the fact that I asked you to work with me <laughs> six months ago and you said no. Well, you didn't yeah. even say no. You just said nothing. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's a cutthroat industry, especially mm-hmm. when you're doing it on a personal like, lifestyle scale. Um, I'm lucky that the makeup side of me kind of doesn't really rely on any of that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, apart from that, hustle and be authentic. Yeah. Cool, that hustle's sick. Loves a That's hustle. a real, um, I, I didn't expect you to say that, but yeah. I like that you did. Loves a hustle. Um, and then the whole rejection thing, like, I mean, like, I, like, my first sales job was door to door. Yeah. So, like, I. My skin is I, so thick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, say no, me, don't answer you. my emails. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go, I saw it. <laughs> there we go. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. <laughs> we're going to, uh, we're going to film another one now as well. Um, and that'll be released at a later date. So, stay tuned. Cool, thanks. Awesome.